All right, did it say recording started? Yes. All right, God bless you on today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live. And uh, with Yes and Amen, with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. So we're getting set up and enjoy this quick music praise clip while we get started. God bless you and welcome.
All right, can everybody see me and see the mic? All right, we are back. All right, God bless you on today. So today is another excellent lesson um, sharing about the unstoppable force, referencing the church in the book of Acts. Um, today we're talking about obstacles. We're going to talk about racism. We're going to talk about uh, the appointing of leadership all for the context of growing the church as we know it today. And so we're going to ask uh, Iyani Fletcher if she would pray at this time. Lord, thank you for giving us life and thank you for giving us health and strength. Can you and hear Lord, it, Derek? Okay. And Lord, we love you so much and we have so much respect for you. And God, we just want to let you know that we appreciate everything that you do for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Okay, amen. I couldn't hear you. So I don't know why. We're not going to worry about it. Where are we? All right, so the unstoppable force. So today we want to give you a basic understanding of the life of the early, the life of the early church. We want to educate you on the ongoing mission of the church. And then we want to share uh, with you the mission of the church, right? To live, to live the daily mission of the church every day, to live for Christ every day. And so Topic is going to be about church, evangelism, following Jesus, gospel, Holy Spirit, and witnessing. And so this scripture right here, uh, I think we've gone through this one already before. And it's a great scripture uh, coming from Acts. Uh-oh. You know what? I think maybe we went over this lesson already okay let's go back here oh yeah we did that's not the lesson but what i shared um with you about the church this is uh another part let's go back here i says hey i remember seeing this one so let's do this right here How did that happen? Let's see here. Yeah, it says, hey, I remember this one. Yeah, here we go. We're still talking about unstoppable force. 
And okay, we're still we're still alive. So all right. But I think the, the lesson objectives are going to be the same. So early obstacles, but I did share the overview with you, and I was accurate on that. So I was like, hey, what's going on here? It's not the lesson. All right, so to understand the early church, okay, to, to understand and to look at the great difficulty associated with the life uh, lived for Christ, and then also to motivate students to endure hardness, wow, for the sake of the gospel. All right, yes, awesome. And so here we have courage, difficulties, endurance, following Jesus, influence, obstacles, and persecution. So here we go. Acts 4 and 13. Here, let's, let's raise that up, make sure everybody can see it. Okay, Acts 4 and 13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Again, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary, men they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with jesus all right let's read that once more acts 4 and 13 when they saw the courage of peter and john and realized that they were unschooled ordinary men they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. All right, everybody unmute your speakers, unmute your mics and let's uh, repeat after me. Acts 4 and 13. Acts 4 and 13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, when, when they, they saw, saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled and realized that they were unschooled. Ordinary men. Ordinary men. They were astonished. They were astonished. And they took note. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. That these men had been with Jesus. Okay, that was pretty good. You guys did really great on that. All right, let's go down. We've already done the opening prayer, right? And I'm just going to freeze this right here for you so you can pause your, your video. And this is a group activity. So if you need to read through it and, you know, this is on-site live group activity. And so, all right, I'm going to scooch this down too, right here. 
All right, right. so let's take a look at this. Kind of get dug in here. Okay, and I, I forgot to mention persecution in the overview. So the church faced many obstacles in the early days. We're going to focus in on three areas. Oh, but I did. I did say persecution. I can't remember now. So uh, persecution, racism, and leadership. I know I mentioned racism and leadership. I did. I, well, doesn't matter. We're good. So persecution, racism, and leadership issues. And so the book of Acts is a powerful, explosive book uh, with the introduction of the day of Pentecost and speaking in tongues and men got endowed with the Holy Spirit and went forward and there was people organizing and coming together. So a lot of stuff was happening during this time. And so let's see what we have here. One, two, three. So each one of us will read a verse apiece. I'll read the first one. Derek, you read the second one. And Yanni, you read the third one. Okay. And so it says here, and Saul approved of their killing. And we already know that, that Saul had license to persecute and, and kill Christians and put them in jail and etc. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Okay, Derek. <clears throat> um, Godly men buried and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to join the church. No, it wasn't mm. this one. We, we had that same verse, but it wasn't. It wasn't this lesson. All right, I'm back, guys. All right. So we we read this verse, but it was a different lesson last week. Wasn't it? Or did we? Yes. This verse was in a, let's, let's just go back up here. Again. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll sort that out if we need to. Yeah, no, it, this one is a little bit different, I believe. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, this I yeah, the, the lesson that we had was similar but different. We didn't have these three topics. That part I remember. Go down, go down. Okay, Derek. The very first verse says that Paul approved of killing of their killing. Whom did they kill? Mm. Saul. I mean Saul. The people. Uh... Okay. Make sure you read the verse to get who he had approval to kill. Both men and women. Men and women who were what? Of God. Okay. So it's a church, right? The first Christian. Oh, yeah. yeah. And okay. So Yanni, number two. 
we will talk about Stepin's story more in a couple of weeks, but what did his spark, his killing spark? What do you think it sparked? What happened? Uh, Saul, uh, it says that Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's it sparked that. But let's see what they're talking about. I got an idea what they're going to say, but let's take a look. So it sparked a great persecution among the church as a whole, right? Okay. So Derek, how many Christians were scattered throughout the area? Mm. Um, many? Okay, many. Thousands, except the apostles. Who are the apostles? What were they? They were they were the original 10, 12 disciples, and they became apostles. And so in this case, Judas died before he could make things right. So there were 11, but Saul which is Paul, he was going to make the 12th one, okay? Okay. Just sharing that, okay. All right, Yanni, what was Saul's process in persecuting the church? Huh? What did he do? Saul began to destroy the church. Okay, that he began, but what did what was his process? What did he use? He used going from house to house, going from house to house, and he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Okay, all right, that was his process. Don't do, do. Right? right, all right, cool. So persecution has been a part of the church since the very beginning. When we read about it in the Bible, it seems distant and does, doesn't make a huge impact on us. However, persecution still happens today. It still happens. Right? It is widely accepted that there were more Christians killed for their faith in the 1900s than in every uh, than in every other century before it combined. Wow, over a hundred thousand Christians were martyred annually. Currently, over a hundred million Christians are persecuted. That's a lot. Those are big numbers. These statistics are taken from mainstream news sources and are trustworthy. Persecution has not gone away. It is just invisible to many of us. 
So how can persecution harm the church? What do you guys think? That's an open end. Everybody share. How do you feel about that? Well, Okay, how could like so some people could be afraid, right? Some people could hide. What do you think, Yanni? No, that's good, Derek. I think that they would destroy the church. They destroyed the church. Okay. So in some means, if they destroy the church, that makes people want to look and have church a little bit more. It makes them appreciate it too, right? Let's see what they say. It says very literally it can kill its members, shut them up in prison, burn their buildings or mm. boats, right? Yeah. So how do you think God can use persecution for good? Yanni and then Derek. I don't know. Maybe he could. You don't know? Maybe he could. Uh, the people who were like burning down the churches. Okay, for the good. No, like, I don't know that because. Well, from my perspective, criminal there's always a good there's something there's always a good side on the other. There's always something good on the side. Okay. So my, so my guess, guess is, is all right. So they may have been punished by Saul, but in the end, game, that was a reward for something later on bless them. Okay, and ultimately, it helped push people outside of the church toward it because it had there had to be something about it right it says it embodies the church uh in emboldens excuse me emboldens the church to speak out individual messages can be silenced but the message cannot right individuals but the truth is still going out right so it's a, it's incredible to see the church growing fastest in places where persecutions are occurring right another huge obstacle the church has always battled is racism right so we deal with racism here in the u.s right it's something that's always been there yeah and so they're saying here even with the church and dealing with things. All right, so we have here Acts 11, one through three. And so, uh, all right, Derek, I'm gonna have you read verse one. I'm gonna read verse two and Yanni's gonna read verse three. How about that? Okay. All right. On that day, the great- No, no, up top. 
where the number eight is. Oh. Oh, but well, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh, that's not the one we need. I'm yeah, glad I saw we that. Read this one. Huh? We just read. But yeah, we just read that one. Hold on. I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we boo 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 boo? Let's go here. And let's go here. And let's go Google. Let's go there. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but that's okay. We're good. All right. Can you see that? Can everybody see that? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna paste it onto the lesson because that's where we need it anyways. So I don't know how I did that. Two, two. Okay. All right, Derek. There you go. <clears throat> the apostles. Okay, so the apostles and the believers throughout Judea. Judea that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. Okay. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him. <laughs> Y'all go, Yanni. And said, <coughs> and said you went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Okay. So here we see that uh, Peter, was it Peter? Yes. Okay, the apostles and believers. So they got judged. He says, hey, you went into the house and you sat with uncircumcised men. What do you think that meant? Circumcised men. Yeah. It it meant that you sat with men that were not like us. They didn't practice our belief. Yeah. They were men that were considered unclean. Basically non-believers. Right. Right. And that's how they saw it. Okay, so who was upset in this passage? Derek, um, <laughs> the it, it, it looks like the I was going to say the people of, of Judea. Okay, so here it says the the tension here was between the Jewish Christians and the non-Jewish Christians, right? Yes. So, so back during that time, it was tradition, uh, but it was also a good health code that the men, when they were babies and born, that they become circumcised. Okay. Okay. And so you had Christian Jews that were circumcised, and then none. 
Jews that were Christians, they weren't circumcised because they weren't brought up in that tradition, right? Okay, so why are they upset, Yanni? They're upset because uh, they went into the house of the uncircumcised man and ate with them. Okay, because Peter interacted with Gentiles or non-Jews. Okay, why was this such a big deal? What do you think? Everybody got to answer that. I think this was, this was a big deal. Because of what? Perhaps because of um, 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 like um, how do I explain this? I don't know. The threat of people thinking that God was never real and it's just made up, not to mention how sinful these people are, and they show no belief. Okay. They do not care. All right. And then um, God is making a big deal out of this because he's saying, this is not how I raised my children. This is not how I created them. I wanted to have harmony and peace. Okay. And believing in their one true father. Okay. Unfortunately, they don't believe in God. So. Okay. So the whole thing was, was that was part of it. One of the big, big things was the tradition, right? Um, the Bible talks about people allowing tradition to hold them up or to keep them from the things of God. And so we have to keep an eye on that type of thing, right? Right. Oh, okay. So it's very important. Right. All right, any more questions about that? No. Okay. So the Apostle Peter saw Gentile convergence in Acts 10, which we will study at another time. But Jewish believers who approved of Gentiles were upset with Peter that he ate with Gentiles and entered their home. Okay. So it's, it's, it is a hard for us to wrap our minds around it. But the battle between Jews and Gentiles is probably the most tense, 
racism and history of our day or in our world. Even more, the black white divide in the United States, right? And, and we just shared our mention about that. Or other examples of racism in the world. This passage is not the only example. Okay, let's look at this is Galatians 2 11 through 13. So I'll read verse 1. Derek, you read verse 2, and then Yanni, you read verse 3. Okay. I know a place. All right. So when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. All right, Derek. <clears throat> For before, before, <laughs> that's funny. For before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to this circuit. Circumcision. Circumcision group. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Yanni? The other Jews join him in his... Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. So that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. Astray. Okay. So hypocrisy, what does that mean? Okay. That's that's if a person says I'm a Christ-centered believer, but they don't they don't show it from their heart. They do the opposite, right? And or they might say a word that they shouldn't say, or they might show instead of showing love they show the opposite, right? Kind of like what we see here. Right. All right. Okay, what is Peter's? What is Peter's, the author of Galatians, critique of Peter in this passage? What is he critiquing Peter about? Or was he talking about? What is he sharing with Peter as far as position and perspective. Well, so far, I'm just basically sharing I mean, I already know that they're uh, talking about how he how, uh, 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 the, um, how James is afraid of the Gentiles. Okay, okay. I know how he thinks, so uh, 
got some bad application. Okay. He so called says so. Pretty sure. Okay. So, and we see the hypocritical action here of James, right? Right. And so Paul comes to uh, Cephas and says, hey, man, your buddy's doing this when he used to sit with him and eat. What's going on with that? Right? Why is he drawing back? Why is he separating himself now? Like, what's going on? You know, he was afraid of this who belonged to the circumcision group, right? He was he was following what the group was saying, right? It's not good, Yanni, to follow what the group is saying. All right. You hear me, Derek? It's not good. But anyway. So let's see here. So it says he's acted one way around certain people. And then another way around others, right? And so it's 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 like hypocritical. Ooh. So what is the label? What is the label in verse 13, Yanni? Can you scroll back up to verse 13? Can you see it? The label that they said. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy. Okay, they joined him in his hypocrisy. Okay. So, Derek, why do you think Peter acted that way? I think Peter acted that way. I'm pretty sure Peter acted this way because of, of um, <clears throat> pressure from the group, maybe. Perhaps pressure. But also, uh, no, never mind. I was going to say something about a little bit of disappointment. Okay. Just a little bit. All right, a little disappointment. What about he feared racism? He had a fear and racism were ingrained in him. Perhaps fear and racism was ingrained within him. So he's afraid of being rejected by the one group and he let them influence him. Do you think racism is still a problem in the church today? Uh, yeah, somebody say yes. What you were going to say, Derek? No. No? Okay. Everyone should be allowed to be joined in the hand of God. Right. So we shouldn't practice racism, but how many of oh, sometimes people make a choice to practice racism, right? We don't, we don't even take stock in racism. This is a, it's it's if you're racist, it's gonna keep you from getting to heaven ultimately, okay. Okay. Okay, now let's look at leaders in the early church. Right? We we need leaders to do things and get things done. And so the leaders in the early church, 
we're faced with two huge obstacles, right? Persecution and racism. To top it off, they also struggle with what? Figuring out what the church's leadership should look like, right? Right. Let's see how many verses do we have? We have seven. I'll read one and then Derek, you read three and then Yanni, you read three. Okay. All right, cool. I had to get you some work and some Bluetooth earphones, Yanni. All right, so choosing of the seven. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews, and so Hellenistic means the Greek Jews, the Jews that were Greeks centered, okay? Whenever you see Hellenistic, it refers to Jewish, uh, it refers to Greek culture, okay? okay? All right. And so the Hellenistic Jews, among them complain against the Hebrew, the, yeah, the Hebrew, Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. And so we see here the exchange of culture of Jews, which were the Greek-centered Jews and then the, the, uh, the, he, the Hebrewic Jews. And these are the Jews that are in Jerusalem, pretty much, right? Yeah. Our Greek-centered. So, okay. All right, Derek. Uh, Two, three, four. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sorry, this. Okay. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, "It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables." <clears throat> All right. Brothers and sisters, choose seven <clears throat> excuse me, men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit of wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them. And and we'll give our attention to player to prayer and the ministry of the word okay honey five six seven this proposal pleased the whole group they chose stefan a man full of faith and of the holy spirit also philip procolaris pro pro Corius, Nicanor, Nicanor, Timon, Timon, Harmonius, okay, Harmonius, and Nicholas, Nicholas, okay, from Antioch, 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 
a convert to Ju Judaism. Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. Okay. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Okay. So leaders were chosen, the seven. All right. So what's the basic issue in the passage, Derek? The basic issue in the passage is how, well, there were some widows, right? They were being mistreated. Yes, they were being mistreated. Also, not to mention, they were getting treated like dirt. Okay, they were getting treated like dirt. Like real dirt. Okay. All right, Yanni. Uh, how did the 12 handle it? What? Let's see. Wrong one. So they, what did they do? They picked some, some uh, brothers and sisters, right? And then they laid their, they. They prayed and laid hands on them. Did they? They were yeah. just men. Oh, okay. All right. Any questions about that? No. Okay, what happened immediately following, according to verse 7? So the word spread. Okay, the word spread. Apparently, a number of <clears throat> disciples. Disciples increased. Okay. And what else, Yanni? A large and number. A large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Okay. So people were added to the faith. All right. So, how does that sound? You guys like that? Yes. Yeah, I think it's great. Hold on here. Uh, oh, excuse me. So that's awesome. I think that's great. Let's take a look here. So it takes more leaders for things to grow. However, the more things grow, the more leaders you have. The more leadership problems can you can have. Okay, so here there's a disagreement between Paul and Barnabas. Okay, so here we got Acts 15, 36 through 41. Okay, I'll read two. Derek, you read two, and Yanni, you read two. Okay. All right. Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how 
they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with him. All right, Derek. But Paul did not think it wise. But Paul, okay, let me start over. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia. Right? Yeah, okay. deserted him in Pamphylia, yes. And had not continued with them in the work. Okay. They had such, they had such a sharp dis disagreement that they parted company. But Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus. Cyprus. Okay, Yanni. But Paul chose Silius and left. Silas. Silas and left. Commended by believers to the grace of the Lord, he went through Syria and Cilicia. 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 Okay, that's strengthening uh, the churches. Okay, strengthening the churches. All right. Okay. So, Paul and Barnabas had a disagreement, and then uh, what? What did Paul say? He said, uh, "He said you left me, right?" He said, "No." And he said, "Okay, I'm gonna take Silas and go, and then you take John and go, right?" Right. Right. Who are the four leaders involved here, Derek? Four leaders involved. Here. Four leaders. Well, according to what I'm looking at, it seems Pamphylia. No, no, that's a place. Oh. Pamphylia is a place. Just name some names of people that you read up there. Paul, Barnabas. Barnabas. Oh yeah, Barnabas. Duh. Okay, who else? And then there was um um uh uh, uh Mark John John call Mark. Okay. And who else? Paul and Silas. What about that? Yes. Okay. All right, that sounds good. One with his little bitty baby wrapped in swaddling clothing. So who was, what was the disagreement, Yanni? It says that they had such a sharp disagreement that they parted companies. Okay, who, who had Paul and who? Barnabas. Okay, Barnabas. 
Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Hierapus. Okay. And, but Paul chose Silas and left. Okay. Paul thought John Mark was too immature to go along, but Barnabas wanted to take him on the mission journey. And so that's how they fall out, fell out. And so Paul says, hey, you know, I'm going to take Silas, right? Right. Okay, so what was the event result? What happened? I just told it. Yanni? Huh? But, uh, he went through Cyrus and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Okay. Say it again. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Yeah. Okay. So Paul and Silas went one way. John, Mark, and Barnabas went another way. So who does the passage describe? So how does the passage describe their disagreement? Well, I just showed it. It was what? It, you just showed it. Okay, it was sharp, right? So all, how often do you think Things like this happen among the leaders. A lot. Okay, a lot. Often. Hmm? Often. often, yeah. Unfortunately, there's cases like that that occur. Yes, no doubt. One was a little bitty baby. Okay, let's go down here. Let's make it real. Woohoo! So, with leadership disputes, racism, and persecution affecting the church, it is not unreasonable to wonder how they ever managed to accomplish anything or to grow. Still, they did, though, as we talked about this week. This leads us to this undeniable truth. I do not want to speed up the rest of the time talking about problems, right? So let's look at some other scriptures, right? And some other things. Because the key is, there's always going to be disagreement, but you can always work through it. So let's talk about how the early church preserved and kept uh, following Jesus, right? And no matter what. Okay, so Derek, read uh, Acts 8 and 4. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Okay. So Philip and Samaria. 
Okay, so what is the verse right after the verse we read early, early in the persecution? So what does it say? It says, wherever people went, they preached, right? No matter what, they preached. They didn't care, right? No matter where people were and no matter what was going on, they preached. So did the persecution scare them out of their faith? Yanni? No. No. Okay. I mean, the answers are there, but these are easy ones. Even though. Yeah. Without the so, answers, it would have been hard. Uh huh. So, persecution did not scare them. It made them what? Stronger. Stronger and fearless. Right? It made them fearless. Okay. Let's look at Acts. Okay, Yanni, read Acts 4, 11 and 4. And then after that, Derek, you read 11 and 18. Acts chapter 11, verse 4. Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. Okay. Acts chapter 11, verse 18. When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even the even to Gentiles, God has granted re repentance. repentance that leads to life. Okay. So God has granted repentance that leads to life. That's for everyone. The Gentiles includes everyone. Right. The Jews are the Jews. If you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile and Gentile is everyone else. So. So how did Peter define his actions regarding the Gentiles? I probably should have covered that up, but we don't we won't worry about it because it's short verse. So verse four says, right, right after the three verses we read earlier, he explained the story of how he was called to preach to the Gentiles. Let's cover that up for other lessons. Okay, verse 18, what is the conclusion? Others overcame their racism and recognized God, that God was drawing all people to himself, regardless of race, and celebrated the Gentiles' conversion, right? Because the church, as we know it, the Christian church as we know it, it's mostly Gentiles, okay? So racism did not hold them back. They overcame it. In the name of Jesus, I'll read this one. So Acts 15 and 41, he went through, uh, let me see, Syrah, how's that, Syria, Syria, and Cilicia, strengthening the church. What did Paul and Silas do after the disagreement with Barnabas and Mark? They kept going, right? They kept preaching, right? It didn't matter to them. 
right? They traveled around strengthening the church. That's right. Okay, so did they pout, no. spread rumors about Barnabas, or put their affirmations on Facebook? No. No. No, they what? They kept preaching. They kept preaching. They kept preaching. Right? Right. They kept preaching. Praise God. So all through the book of Acts were obstacles. What we do not see is what is so inspiring. We see disagreement, but we do not see division. We see racism, but we do not, but we also see reconciliation. We see persecution, but we also see preaching. They went forward, they kept the mandate right, the mandate of the church, which was to go forward and share the good news of the gospel to all men and all women. All right. You know what? We're going to stop right here. I think this is good enough. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll read this last one, and I think we'll be good. This is a memory verse. Anyway, this is our memory verse. It says, when we saw Acts 4 and 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. All right? Okay. So courage overcomes obstacles, right? Courage overcomes obstacles. We could even see some obstacles in our own home where there's disagreement, different things. But we keep going. We keep celebrating Jesus. We keep pushing through no matter what's before us. You guys have me? Right. Yeah. You must be courageous. Recognize that there's a prize at the end, God's love, and, and you'll get some Cheerios, you'll get some prizes from God, appropriate levels of things. You must stick to it. Courage endures no matter what. All right, let's pray um, right now. And okay, we can have that kind of courage, let's pray. Okay, let's pray everyone. Father, we thank you for the lesson on today, enduring persecution, pushing through racism, setting up leadership and structure. We thank you all today that we are overcomers in Christ Jesus, that we've overcome the world, that we've overcome, we are courageous. We're sharing Jesus with friends and wherever we go. We're sharing the word of God, referencing what you have showed us and taught us by your Holy Spirit. So we thank you for every young person and every adult that's tuning in right now in the name of Jesus. 
we declare that your spirit fall down upon them. And as they speak and utterances, Lord God, and out of the belly flows living water. We bind up any obstacle that would keep this lesson from going forward and that your people are hearing it. And so we thank you, Father. We glorify you and we look to you for all that we have need of. In your son's name, we pray and we thank you, Father. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you for tuning in. Pastor Derek Fletcher with the Yes and Amen You with Derek and Iyani Fletcher. And we thank you and be blessed on today. Let's let's give a little music here. Oh, 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 oh,